members of the OG army get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the other ground live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. Good afternoon, and welcome to yet another edition of Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Big Dalton over there. Say hello, Ryan. It is June the 11th. It is a Thursday, and I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. <laughs> I see the OG army is forming up in the chat box. I'm glad to have you guys here. Uh, how'd your day go, Ryan? Uh, it was another fucking day. It was, uh, yeah, it was Thursday, right? Yeah, we'll go uh, with yes. that. All day. Let's address uh, the chat box right away. I see our friend Homelander's in there, and he thinks the intro is horrible. And, well, okay, and Dalton is gay, so I'm not quite sure how much validity there is to the first statement. <laughs> Homelander's just mad that he wasn't one of the bad bitches. Uh, probably. Oh, we've got many, many, many things to talk about, and it's it's all going to be more of the same thing in the last couple of days. It's all going to be about the protests and you know uh, the riots and all the demonstrations and all the waves that are rippling out from that and affecting the world as such. Are you got anything you want to talk about first, Ryan? <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, yeah, let's let's start up in your neck of the woods, as we many times do. Mm-hmm. How about in Warren, Michigan, the uh, the Amazon driver that they're trying to get felony charges for, for mm. parking on the wrong side of the street to do a delivery? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I haven't watched a video for that, so I don't really have an opinion yet. I tend to, uh, as you guys know, I'm, I'm a big law and order guy, so I tend to side with the cops until unless I hear details otherwise. But that seems pretty goddamn extreme. I'm assuming there's more to the situation than that. Um well, yeah, there, you, it definitely is. So I, I have watched it. I have looked at it. So this is definitely where it's another case of cops and a person getting into a pissing contest and the cops being able to physically restrain you and arrest you mm. is uh, how they win. Uh, so I, I can, without even seeing the video, I could guess uh, the cop tried to interact with the Amazon driver. The Amazon driver was less than polite. The cop became less than polite. The Amazon driver became probably less polite than he probably should have, um, given the circumstances. And then the uh, cop did something he definitely shouldn't have. Did I read that situation yeah, pretty, pretty much. well? So, yeah, it's yeah. a situation where the cops just happened to be going by there. And they noticed that the Amazon driver did park on the wrong side of the road to make a delivery, which, I mean, they do a lot of any delivery service does that all the time. So, 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 yeah. well, I, <clears throat> Now, or at least in my case, but I do live in a dead, a short dead end street. So it's not actually a big deal here. I don't know how often it happens in like, uh, more traveled through ways. But yeah, this didn't look like it was a, a super busy street or anything either. So the Amazon driver obviously has already hopped out delivering a package as you know, they do. Right. And as he's headed back, the cops jump out of the car yelling at the guy about, driving on the wrong side of the road and uh, demanding his license. Hard. And the Amazon driver looks at him like, are you fucking going to ticket me for this? And then they're going to say, well, I'm going to do a lot worse if you don't give me your license. So then the Amazon driver's like, I'm not, what the fuck is this? So they get in the normal pissing match. And of course the cop tackles them and holds them on the ground and arrests them to make the situation safer. 
<clears throat> First off, never do what that dude did. Just give him your license, comply with what's going on. Um, that, that's never, I mean, long-term, obviously, it's probably going to work out in this dude's favor, but that's never a position you want to put yourself in because uh, tackling you might be the least of what a cop does. Uh, so that's dumb. Don't do dumb things. But obviously, that doesn't give the right the, the cop the right to like overreact and do you know do physical things to a dude who's just trying to tell him that he doesn't want to uh i don't know it's it's a weird situation by uh, don't you uh don't you have to give a driver's license to your a uh, cop if he asks for it in a driving situation in a driving situation yes so yeah the the driver was wrong in that case but like okay, stacking um, on of all the charges of the so they gave him like the driving the wrong way uh not not giving his license, obstruction, mm. resisting. Mm. I think there's another one in there that didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, yeah, not following a lawful order. Like they were absolutely just stacking charges at that point. Okay, yeah, um, that that makes a different situation. Because the the my the point I was trying to, uh, I guess, get to was that if what does a cop do when uh, someone breaks the law in front of him? Uh, I don't. I, I don't think tackling the dude was the right situation, but uh, you know he, but he has to at some point, I believe, uh, escalate it past verbal. If if the, if he's trying to get a someone to obey a law and they won't, um, I, that's a weird situation to be in. I don't know what he what he should have done next. What what, what do you what would you do? Ah, excuse me. Uh, what you, would have you done, Ryan, if you were in that police officer situation? Uh, so if I was well, if I was just in a situation like that, that I'm dealing with a person that obviously doesn't like what I'm there to do, like I'm trying to de-escalate first. Right, right, and, and that's <laughs> just what you're trying to do. Like you don't, like everything doesn't have to be a dick measuring competition. Right, right, and, the, and so the... jumping right to that doesn't help anyone. And obviously, they were both in the wrong of that piece. Right. I think the thing that that they really get to the point where they fucked up is the stacking of charges and trying yeah. to get him like on felonies and now Amazon stepping in saying like with the full weight of a like trillion dollar company they're going to represent the driver. Right, right. <clears throat> yeah. So obviously a poor idea to proceed with any of that. And you're right, uh, the stacking of charges other than you know, um, a parking ticket and maybe an obstruction of traffic ticket. That's really the only thing, realistically speaking, they could give him. Oh, and, and I guess resisting arrest because he technically he did. Um, pro uh, probably. I like I said, I, I didn't see the video. Yeah, did he, I don't yeah. know if I would go that. Like, cops are awfully quick to stack on, like resisting an obstruction. Okay, see, when, for me, if no, more of them trying yeah. to grab a dude that they shouldn't physically be detaining anyway. right right now when i say obstruction i meant like a parking ticket obstruction obstruction of traffic <laughs> not, yeah, not right, like yeah uh, yeah i got that right. i'm just saying like resisting and obstruction of justice like that's a right. very quick stackable thing that they do right yeah, and i guess i deserved a ticket if yep. well and i mean you got to use some common sense too like he probably actually deserved if this would have been a good interaction he probably would have got a warning about yeah parking on the wrong side of the street and everything else would be done. But that would have also involved him not immediately being adversarial either. Right. Right. And, uh, what now, uh, I guess I should watch the video cause I can't really comment on the, re the resisting arrest without seeing it after they tackled him. Did he, did he basically just sit there and get uh, handcuffed and shit? You can't, you can't see that great, but like he was tackled and there was a cop on top of him. Like, 
not like he was flailing about, like kicking and screaming and shit. Okay, well, then, then that's not really resisting arrest. Uh, you know, any, anything up before that point where it was just two dudes basically yelling at each other, the, uh, the, the cop tackling a dude was his way of making the arrest. If the guy just went down and that was the end of the situation, he got handcuffed. Well, then that's not even a resisting arrest charge. A resisting arrest charge would be like fighting back and trying to hit the cop in the face and, you know, and trying to buck him off him and crawl away. That's resisting arrest. Not what that dude was doing. Well, like the second that a cop reaches for you, and if you even pull your hand away, that's technically resisting arrest. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, there's like a human component of that. That right, but you, you, if don't you brought necessarily up necessarily always go there. Yeah, but you brought up a good point. The way the interaction should have went would have been, "Hey, buddy, you can't park on the other side of the street like that, okay? You know, you know, you can't park the you can't park the wrong way like that. I know you're making a delivery, but you can't do that, sir." Oh, and they'll just say, oh, okay, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I won't, I won't do it again. Oh, and then two people leave part ways, and that should have been the end of the interaction. Yeah, pretty much. That's how it, you know, should yeah. go in a, in a normal situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> in Homelander, uh, me talking and Ryan talking is kind of the point of the fucking show, so I can't really shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> uh, let's I think, see. Homelander, I think uh, Homelander's having a good one right now. He's He's about... 80% of a, of a Canada into, into this Thursday. Ah, well, there you go. As long as he's having a good time. <clears throat> what else you got, Ryan? So have you seen these people that are lashing out against, uh, rage against the machine <laughs> or pulling politics into their, into their music? <laughs> I remember being like, I want to say, I don't was I even out of high school. If I was out of high school, it was very, very recently. Uh, listening to their very first uh, CD. It was the very first CD I ever fucking owned. Uh, I'd taken a uh, Ford uh, a CD player uh, that my dad had given me. Uh, I have no clue what it was out of and try and basically hot wired it into a 78 Cutlass. And it was the only CD I had for like six months. And it was Rage Against the Machine's first uh, CD. And fucking, <laughs> I love that shit, man. To think that people are pissed off that they're bringing politics in it is one of the most absurd things that's happened during all of this. Well, what fucking machine did they think they were raging against? A bad toaster? <laughs> Jesus fuck, yeah. it's right there in the name. Right, I mean, do, do, do they think the rest of the lyrics to Killing the Name of is for toast? Killing the Name of Toast! <laughs> that must be something, because yeah, I mean, people are losing their shit that rage yeah. against the machine has political views. Yeah, that's uh, that's surprising. And you know, if you listen to a lot of bands' lyrics, a lot of them have political views. Uh, you know, that's a, a very popular topic for a lot of bands, especially when you're in get away from the pop rock and the radio scene. Um, listen to a lot of Dave Mustaine stuff uh, from Megadeth. He sings a lot about the military and government and shit like that. And well, shit, he's got a, a a song called Holy Wars. You <laughs> uh, know, that's basically exactly what you think it's about. Uh, so. To think that people don't want politics in their music is basically taking away a large portion of, them, of the music out there, really. Well, yeah, yep, like that's part of music. You end up listening to someone that resonates with you. And mm -hmm. a lot of the reason is, oh, this person thinks like me, only they're talented. Yes. I mean, could you imagine what the music of the 60s would have been like if they tried to take politics out of it? I'm sure their drug-induced haze would have brought them somewhere 
Maybe they came up with something. Uh, yeah, you know, um, they're, they're slides talking about Ministry and Slayer. Um, you know, the, all these bands had talked, uh, did had lyrics about some pretty serious uh, subjects. Uh, that band, the Suicidal Tendencies, that I uh, linked that song to you the other day because I thought it was funny, uh, called Lovely. Basically, he's singing about the fact that as long as everything's okay with him, fuck everybody else. You know, uh, it, it, it was satirical. You know, he's talking about the people like that, that, you know, one of the lyrics is, it's not a problem uh, of society if it doesn't affect me, and I feel lovely. And that's, you know, more more lyrics uh, of the same. Uh, so, I don't know. Dumb people doing dumb things, dude. Basically the, uh, basically the theme of every show we do now. Well, yeah, we can keep building on that. Did you see the NASCAR driver that is retiring because NASCAR is no longer going to allow displays of the Confederate flag? Nah. <laughs> that's just dumb i'm assuming he's not really highly ranked and making a ton of money or something like that no i think he's won roughly the amount of races that the confederacy won in wars ah see i don't know anything about pay scale in nascar like i assume you make at least decent money if they even let you drive in it even if you never win the shit but so but still, I I don't, I don't know why I, I thought that was relevant. I guess it's not really, but that's uh, just dumb. Uh, I feel weird about that. I always I kind of respect people that hold to their beliefs, but when it's a stupid belief, it's, it kind of takes a lot of the oomph out of it. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I <laughs> this guy, like way to choose the wrong side of history, but also. Maybe kudos to you for using you retiring to actually be the first time that anyone's heard of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd like to know some retirement. Who? <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. I've never heard of the guy. Not that I'm a NASCAR fan, but like then right. he looked at it like this guy's never won anything. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe he's, you know, I'm always really cynical about these kind of things too. Uh, Maybe he thinks that he can spark some sort of secondary career off of this since he's not doing well with the NASCAR stuff. So he's going to hope to collect the Confederate crazies all together and be their leader or some shit like that. Well, yeah, I'm sure he had to figure out a way to get more than 14 you know, followers on Twitter. He had 14. <laughs> Dude, you I don't, don't know. know he probably had a lot. NASCAR okay, people just... are pretty crazy. That's, well, I was going to say, there's a bazillion NASCAR uh, uh, people. It's the most popular sport in the world, uh, according to some stats, or at least in the United States. Um, soccer's probably got to be uh, still number one in the world. Uh, but uh, NASCAR's fucking huge. Uh, yeah, but I didn't it, know that you really had that many Twitter users in trailer parks. <laughs> um, There is, I think. <laughs> Wi-Fi for all, motherfucker. Uh, now the, I've seen all of the jokes going around about this as well. Like the people were saying, don't worry about it. They're still going to allow the civil wars, other flag be waved and this, and it shows the white, the white flag, flag. <laughs> the waving. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, that's cute. <laughs> I just don't understand why they'd have such, <clears throat> I'm not from the South. So bear that in mind. I apologize to anybody who holds the belief, these beliefs, but why would you have so much invested into the history of a war that you lost? I just don't understand it, dude. Um, some guy, uh, some guy beat me in a race the other day using a, a Tesla SUV. I believe I mentioned it. I'm still still bitter about it. I'm trying not to think about it. I certainly don't want to uh, erect monuments to the fact that the guy fucking beat me. It's horrible. I don't know why they do that shit. 
Um, yeah, you're going to need it, an Elon <clears throat> shrine moving forward, Jay. Yeah, yeah apparently so. That... That... <laughs> you're right. That's exactly what it is. I'll, I'll need to build a shrine to him, and that will make me feel better about my loss. <laughs> Uh, but it, it, but that the the entire pulling down monuments and statues in the south thing it's it's accelerating. They're doing it all over the fucking place. In some places in the north, like they did it. Uh, oh, this wasn't uh, like a Confederate thing, but they pulled down a uh, Christopher Columbus statue in Columbus, Ohio, which seems yeah, kind of odd. That, dude. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't bother me since the guy's an asshole. So I'm betting the next step is they change the name of the fucking city. Won't that be wild? Yeah, I doubt that one's gonna happen. I don't know, dude. You can see how far you push them. <laughs> I mean, I never thought that there would be like a uh, demilitarized zone in the middle of Seattle run by a bunch of hipsters wearing, you know, uh, uh, glasses with no glass in them and skinny jeans. But apparently that's what's fucking happening over there right now. Yeah, Latte City is is kicking some ass, apparently. I can't believe that. I mean, I, I, uh, the series of events that led to it just amazes me. The, the police abandoned one of their precincts precincts. Uh, I never know in a million years thought that would happen anywhere in America at any time that the police would abandon their headquarters. Well, I think it's just one of the precincts as well, as opposed to their headquarters, but they would abandon one of their posts and get the fuck out. Did you do a year ago? Did you think that would happen anywhere in America at any time? You never know what the fuck's gonna go on in this country, but like, yeah, yeah they took over a couple, a couple blocks there, and they're just kind of doing their thing. Yeah, and <clears throat> excuse me, and I have no clue what's going on in there, and I hesitate to trust reports because everything, everybody has their own take on things and their own slant on things. So almost everything I read is either ridiculous on one side or ridiculous on the other. And, but some of it has to be true. Uh, like they claim they're not letting any, they're uh, searching people on their way in and not, not letting anyone who has guns in. They won't let reporters in. There's reports that there's a, a, a black guy with a gun who's taken over because he's the only guy with a gun and fucking, he's claimed that he's going to be the police now. And, and there he's having people stop and frisk people and, you know, and, you know, and then there's rumors that they're fucking, you know, shaking people down and this, that, and the other. Uh, there's so much going on that I have no clue what, if any or all of it is true or not. See, everything that I've seen, and usually I'm halfway decent at kind of looking at the sources first, it seems like it has all been relatively peaceful and relaxed. I don't right. know if these, like, people taking over because one person has a gun thing, like, I don't, I don't know if I buy that story. Yeah, I think there something might be something in the little middle, middle in the middle of it. There might be a dude out there who's shaking people down because he knows he can get away with it. But I don't think they've named him their police chief and all. And yeah, you know, and, and he's in charge because he's got a gun and all that shit. But on the other hand, that could be true. There's so little real facts coming out of there right now because they're controlling the situation. Uh, but like I hear reports that they're having trouble getting food. Uh, and things like that but i don't see how that could be true fucking just you know uh then i saw a report that they said that they will let uber eats in to deliver stuff and i don't it's some of it's so crazy it has it sounds satirical and fake so i don't you know huh, but i i never thought it, the situation would exist in one shape or form in, in any way you know we live as in a crazy world have, as long as they have a starbucks and a artisanal organic vegan flatbread pizzeria i think they'll be just fine <laughs> uh speaking of starbucks i was surprised to see 
has been in there since last year, but I very, very rarely go into that part of the men's locker room. They installed a Starbucks machine, like a real fucking Starbucks machine, you, uh, like an automated one. You go up, you know, it's got a touch screen and you hit the, the buttons to get whatever you, you know, it's, uh, they only have it set up for like three different coffees. And I think like hot chocolate or some shit like that. I only hit the, the coffee button because I'm not interested in all that foo-foo bullshit. Uh, but I was amazed. I was like, wow, we have automated Starbucks. That's fucking cool. I, I normally uh, I don't do go they up. really give you the experience though that do they you know say some just stupidly millennial no ballsy type of thing and then misspell your name on the cup well probably not but I'm sure if you well, ask it's not a very to, good machine then they should probably fix that <laughs> see normally I don't do that I, normally I get kitchen from the co- uh, coffee kitchen from the coffee normally yes, I get I coffee get kitchen from, from the coffee every day that's right normally I get coffee from the kitchen uh which is where the majority of members get it as well, because that's what's served in the dining room uh, when people order coffee. Uh, it's horrible, by the way. I can't believe these rich people drink this coffee. Uh, I But I've been drinking it for 15 years, so I'm kind of used to it. Uh, but because the kitchen wasn't set up yet for the last week or so, I've been sneaking coffee from the uh, men's locker room. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Your secret safe here, Jay. I don't think we have many many Jewish mobsters that tune in to the old show on the Podbean, Right. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, what else you got, Ryan? I even ha- I have not had to touch my subject so far. You, you're so full of things today. I'm mostly shit, but, um, yeah. So have you heard the new feature that may be coming to Twitter where mm, no, if I- you are going to retweet an article, it's going to warn you or bring up like a message saying, Hey, before you share this, you might want to actually read it first. What, I mean like a generic one, or is it going to be for specific sorts of tweets? No, it's going to be any article that you go and you just blindly retweet. Before it'll allow you to retweet, it's going to pop up and be like, hey, before you retweet this, do you want to actually read it first? <laughs> Will it have some sort of detection method to tell that you have not indeed clicked on the article? Yes, that's what's going to drive it. It's going to see uh, that you're retweeting a, a link or an article, and if you haven't actually clicked on it, mm. it's going to pop that up and be like, hey, dumbass, before you just blindly share this, how about you read it and decide if you actually want to put your name behind it? Ah, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, Facebook does something kind of like that, I've noticed, although I stopped seeing it after a while. It might have been just for uh, a temporary thing that they're trying out. Where they will, where people would post links about stuff, and Facebook would tell you, "Yeah, that's not true." <laughs> yeah, like people you, dying. Yeah, Facebook or did stop doing that after, like, they just started, you know, making a shit ton of money, being that it's a campaign year, and campaigns kind of like to lie. <laughs> uh, so and liars' money is still green. Oh, really? Is that why they stopped doing it? That's yep. bullshit. I like that feature. It, it saved me lots of time because I have that horrible habit of when I see something that I don't think is kind of when I think it's kind of suspect that one of my friends have posted. If I have time, I'll go ahead and do the research and uh, find out whether it's true or not. And then I take great joy in telling them, yeah, that's not true. That didn't happen. Uh, and then watching the results. Uh, it's real a lot of fun because you get all kinds of different reactions from your friends. Uh, of course, you get the expected ones like, oh, really? Oh, shit. Sorry about that, man. I'm like, yeah, yeah, do some research, dude. That was obviously fake. Uh, to people that want to defend their fake articles that they posted, I'm like, dude, read what I just posted, okay? Uh, and then they're like, oh, well, that's not true at all. 
okay, uh, look where I got my source from and look where your source is from, okay? Mine is from AP, the Associated Press. Yours is from, that's News International. Fake news, bro. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news, bro. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and well, you know, here's and the so, thing, right? Yeah. Like, so <laughs> we have reached the point in our history where we're getting awfully close to idiocracy, where anything that you don't believe or anything that you don't support, you can now just say is fake. Like yeah. numbers, statistics, anything else that doesn't fit your worldview, it's been made acceptable just to say, no, that's fake. That's no, that's total lies. And you can actually I, use that as a defense. Yeah, and yeah, and it's ridiculous. Come on. Facts are facts. There's all kinds of facts I don't like. I don't go around telling people that they're not true. You know what? I wish I could fly. That would be fucking awesome. I don't go around telling people gravity's fucking fake. Gravity fake news, bro. Fake news. Mainstream <laughs> yeah. media has told you that you cannot float. So you just don't float, bro. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. That, that's the sort of that. Thank you. That's a really good way of quantifying the argument. That's exactly how they are. You know, um, just because you don't like something, that doesn't mean it's not true. Um. <laughs> exactly. But somehow it's become acceptable to say that. Yeah. Well, goddamn, dude. I think we should rename our show. Our, our show should be something to do with the with dumb people doing dumb things. I don't want the the actual show to be that because it implies that would be us. <laughs> Stupid people are dumb. A retrospective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's so and there's so much stuff going on today. I uh, I actually have a ton of topics too. And we're already halfway through the show. Uh, well, did you see? Before we even get there, like, huh? and this oh, is shit, just another more. funny one. And we were talking about Elon Musk. Yes. And while he may be just a flat-out crazy idiot who named his kid something absolutely that you shouldn't do and he should be kicked in the face for it, he's also useful for some nice, like, you know, gut laugh when he does really silly things. So there was this article uh, that was out there about Boeing, mm -hmm. and they said in that article, and this was, like, retweeted by whoever the article was for, but Boeing comes out and says that they're going to beat Tesla to Mars. Hmm. And you'll never guess what Elon Musk immediately replied to that post with. Oh, I'm sure it'll be worth, well worth hearing. What is it? Do it, pussy. <laughs> really? That He really yep. did, and that wasn't like some bullshit fake uh, account or anything like that. That was his actual account, huh? Yep. That was, uh, he does shit like that a lot. Like, that's funny. I have to. I have to respect that part of him. It's just like, yeah, do it, pussy. Yeah, that's. Uh, see, I, I have mixed feelings about the guy because I like a lot of his ideas, and I, I, as I've mentioned, I'm fully for space exploration. Uh, but then he'll do stuff like you know, uh, uh, like after use his submarine to to, to uh, rescue those kids in that uh, like water cave. Uh, if you remember that when that happened. And yep. then when the and then when like one of the divers there said, "Dude, that's fucking stupid. That will never work." And yeah, and you know what that wouldn't work. Then the guy, uh, Alan Musk, proceeded to call him a faggot or something like that on Twitter. Yeah, sometimes he doesn't necessarily think through these things so well. But I mean, that's part of the beauty of this, right? Mm. It's like this dude is the mad genius that just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. Um. It's crazy like that. Uh, 
he he's got so many interesting ideas too and some of them are just so weird like the tunnel he built it's like a three mile tunnel from one part of basically from one part of his headquarters to another or some shit like that and it's such an impractical idea but he had he had that idea and he wanted to run with it and test it and you know even i could have told you like yeah dude you can't really build tunnels underground everywhere that's not going to be very practical but fucking he still wanted to try it so he went ahead and tried it didn't uh it's actually kind of cool so so i watched a uh it was one of the jay leno's garage episodes where he Mm -hmm. got to try out the prototype for the cyber truck oh yeah with elon musk and part of that uh test drive they took him through that tunnel and it's actually really kind of interesting the idea behind it and especially like when he starts talking about like so the idea of these tunnels and there would be like places you could pull off and like all of these other things so beyond just the the demo of the idea like it makes a lot of sense for a place like la if you have these tunnels that were essentially only there for like true autonomous cars. So in the Teslas, you could go in there and you can just go into that aut- autonomous mode, basically pick where you need to go and you just drop down in here and go. So there's not like traffic going both ways. You're not going to run into people. Like you pretty much just get to point A to point B. Oh yeah. 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 I, I saw some articles about it. It's a great idea. It's just the execution of it is not really practical. Um, it's one thing to build a subway line from one spot to the other, like they did in uh, New York. Uh, but to have a series of them crisscrossing the, the uh, city, I mean, it can be done obviously, but is the payoff worth it? At, at, you know, uh, at what point is it, is it just too much to do? I would say uh, almost it is like, if you think of the, in the subway system in, in New York is relatively complex. Like you can get damn near anywhere in that city via the subway system. And he's basically building that just for cars. Like mm-hmm. it makes new, it makes traversing New York City easier than almost any other large city in America. Mm. Yes, like if you're traveling at one a.m., you're going to see some interesting people in New York City. But as far as going down there, like every time I have to go to New York City for something, I'm just going to drive down to like, and people might not know this part of the country, but like I'll drive down to like. New Haven or Stamford, basically the part of Connecticut kind of right before you get into New York state, Mm -hmm. just hop on a train there, take it directly to like grand central in New York city. And like, I can get anywhere in the city relatively quick and not want to kill someone. I see. I've never been to New York. So while I obviously know about their subway system, I have no clue about the complexities or anything like that. The only thing I know about it is one of my favorite uh, standups called it uh, rat game of Thrones. He said, it's a lot more fun interacting and being in the subway. If if you think of it that way. It's it's not really like that terrible and disgusting. Uh, Like, yes. (laughs) Like depending on where you are, what time it is, it can get a little sketchy, but yeah, I would much rather have to get to different places in New York City than try to get around L.A. Right. Yeah, L.A. Like it's absolute garbage. Yeah. Or even getting around like Chicago. Like, and it's not. At least it is a relatively like large city, not in population, but like the, just the size of Chicago is pretty large. Right. Right. So getting around there shouldn't be terrible. Like again, I would rather pick getting around New York City than any of the big cities. Oh, ah, see, uh, Chicago, my only experience with is on the way through, we got stuck in a really on the way back from uh, 
Nebraska. We got stuck uh, in a pretty bad traffic jam there. I don't know if there was their regular rush hour or what. So we ended up uh, pulling off the highway. It was right in downtown and drank in a, a bar for a, a couple hours to wait for traffic to die down. But, and that's uh, the point of having that, like, you know, like the way that New York has it, that underground system is that can't really get, you know, stopped up by traffic. Right, right. Yeah. And that's, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. I guess when you speak about it, I'd never really thought about how complex New York's uh, subway system um, must be, so, which means, God, can you imagine what it would have been like in New York while they were building that? I've seen pictures of it. Basically, you know, they just uh, dig out the uh, fucking, you know, thing right down to the subway and then build it back up again. Um, uh, obviously they could, they couldn't do that method in, uh, LA. Cause I, th- and I think the, uh, the Musk guy, the musker, he, I think he actually built like some sort of uh digging machine for it too, as well. Didn't he? I'm sure he did. He is a mad genius. So that's his thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't he make a fucking flamethrower for sale or some shit like that? Is that the same dude? Yeah, his, uh, God, what is that company called? Like the Bland Corporation or Boring or whatever. Yeah, just just wanted to be able to make one. Uh, and he'll sell you to, now he'll sell you one just because he can. <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy, did you see they're canceling cops, dude? Yes. They're, can- and they're live canceling PD. cops. Well, so, and, and I saw, I ran into an article about Live PD that they're kind of, they're kind of questionable. So, and I, I don't remember the name. I don't have an article in front of me. I, I don't do like you, Jay. Um, <laughs> but there was an instance where Live PD destroyed the audio and video recordings of an interaction where somebody in police custody died. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw something about that. Yeah. So, so yeah. fuck them. I kind of, so there is the defensible part where they said they waited until the investigation was over. But again, right. this is a cop's investigation of themselves. Mm. And then they destroyed it. Like there was no offer or ability to give it to the victim's family for a civil case or anything like that. Mm. They were just hey, like, well, we got our ratings. Uh, probably want to stay on the good side of the cops. Uh, guys, uh, can we just move forward our, uh, our destruction um, of that, that tape there? Just, just stop before he dies. Now, now the only way that there's a really good defense to this is if they routinely destroy all of their footage afterwards, which in this day and age of digital storage, I, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that's likely? Probably not. Most people that are in the content creation business, they're backing up everything from basically forever. Even footage. Because not who using. knows? Yeah. Who knows? 20 years down the line, if they want to do, you know, like a, best of compilation or the never before seen footage mm, things. yeah that yeah that's a good point yeah that'd be the exact sort of uh you know wording you know scenes you've never seen too shocking for normal tv yeah. Mm, so yeah that seems kind of questionable uh but cops never did anybody no harm cops have been around fucking forever cops is how most people get introduced to police in the first place poor cops cops didn't do anything wrong dude if you go, so this is, is kind of interesting. Like, yeah, I remember like, it always used to be on, like, I think right before the Simpsons. Yeah. Like years ago. Like, think of that contrast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was prime time some TV. of those old Cops episodes, like, mm-hmm. there was some questionable shit that went on in some of those. Hmm. I was, uh, 
I stopped watching them way, way, way long ago. Uh, so I don't really remember a lot about them anymore. Most of them were fucking boring. <laughs> um, you know, uh, if I remember correctly, you know, because they they wouldn't throw any of the really crazy action uh, stuff in there uh, if they encountered it. Because uh, it was on primetime TV. You couldn't show a, sh- uh, a cop shooting a guy four times because he drew a gun on him. Um, that wasn't going to happen. Mostly you saw people getting pulled over for like traffic infractions and then end up going to jail because they had warrants for this, that, and the other. Uh, There's very little action in the actual show. And what I don't get is why they never got like, you know, cops with a fucking, with any sort of communication skills or like, yeah, or any sort of charisma at all. <laughs> like tenor why were you not on cops yeah you would have been great it would have been entertaining cop. like you could have been driving through like bumping some wu-tang singing along <laughs> yeah. and every single person getting pulled over thinks it's charlie sheen pulling them over They're like wow is am i on like uh some sort of blooper show you know or is this like steven seagal charlie sheen secretly been a cop for the last 20 years i said like they could they could save the show just yeah Give and, Tenor as, a reality series, they can they can watch him pounding the pavement, and then they can watch him pounding the uh, the leather shorts. <laughs> Maybe even tag along while he works on some bicycles. Yeah, hell yeah. See, and there's been all kinds of uh, shows of that nature, uh, you know, cop shows that are just not called cops or something else. Like there's cops up in Alaska. Uh, like the state troopers up and all that's actually a pretty good show. I like that one. Uh, then there's cops on the border, but it's like border patrol police. Uh, there's at one point there's even a cop show in Detroit about like the uh, uh, ice. Uh, that that wasn't on very long, I don't think. Uh, uh, there's you know there's a bazillion types of these cop shows out there. Are they going to cancel all of them? Am I not going to be able to watch Alaska state troopers anymore? Is because all cops are bad? This is starting to bother me, man. You know I think. Uh, Cops are getting unjustly. Everyone's like, you know, defunded this police department and do that and do that. I still believe the vast majority of cops are good people trying to help out society. And if nothing else, this is going to discourage people from wanting to become police. And what's going to happen then? We need them. Police are an essential function of our society because there's always going to be an element of people that are looking to take advantage and hurt other people. We need people around to prevent that. Um, Yes, I can understand. Uh, the structure might change, uh, I, and I guess that's what some people mean by defund the police. But you know, whatever structure you have is going to need money. Uh, and I'm just worrying that we're going to uh, make it to the point where no one wants to be a police officer anymore. Well, that's the important distinction: is people don't understand the difference between defund and unfund. Like those are two different and completely different meaning words. Defund is you you give them less money. And the idea behind that is you're giving less money to them, but then you up the budget for things like mental health counselors and shit like that. So you end up being able to take a lot of the bullshit things that cops have to deal with that they really shouldn't be dealing with. And you actually have experts go deal with those things. Mm. And that's an interesting uh, concept. I like parts of that idea, of that idea but I know there are but police I, departments out there that you can't you can't afford to defund. They need they need the money they have just to do the actual parts of their job. A lot lots of police departments out there, from what I understand, are not funded enough. A lot of them have old equipment and shitty cars and things like that. I know that varies a lot from city to city, but uh, the idea of unit, unit, 
unilaterally. No, you know, uh, doing it across the board, regardless of the situation, seems like a bad idea. Well, yeah, don't just I'm not and I'm not condoning just ripping apart budgets. I'm saying where you can intelligently do that, like a lot of the large cities where it is like the number one line item for expense by like multiple, multiple. I I think I saw and I'm trying to think of the numbers, which is why I'm stumbling here. I think it might be Miami where it's like two or three times the next closest thing on the budget. Like in those cases, there's got, there's a lot of fat there to, that you can trim mm-hmm. and be able to, again, like I said, like I, I'm not saying take power away from the police or anything completely limp wristed like that, but take away a lot of the things that get dumped on them. It's like, this is, this is something we've done for quite a while. Right. So like, all of the other things that you can just kind of eliminate from a budget and is a pain in the ass to deal with gets dumped on the cops mm-hmm. where they might not be the best people to deal with it. Right. A good well, example you have things of that. like oh, mental right. health checks. And a mm-hmm. lot of times they have to do what like animal control should be doing. And all of these things that if you just funded the right agencies, they could take those things back and they should take those things back. So cops can actually, you know, go out and do a real job. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about like, you know, Tenor comes on here and talks about things like, you know, like community policing, like actually getting to know the area that you're that you're technically supposed to be, you know, serving. Like being able to do that shit and not have out of your, you know, 10 hour day, three hours of it being shit that cops shouldn't be dealing with. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. And a couple of good examples of this. I think a lot of this problem, uh, one of the major problems anyways, that the police have is because back in the eighties, they defunded mental health institutes. I don't know what the exact law was, but basically they decided that it wasn't a government problem, which meant anybody whose family couldn't afford to put them into a private facility no longer had a place to go. Um, like and I assume, and I assume insane asylums because that's what they basically were. Were not a great place to be, but they they served a needed function to take care of people who lacked the mental facilities to do themselves and did not have others to care for them. Uh, I remember in back in the day there was a, a place called Clinton Valley Insane Asylum that was in the city of Pontiac, and it was built in the 1800s or 1900s or something like that. It was really super old. Well, back in the 80s, uh, when uh, Ronald Reagan. Um, made this decision that the government was not going to take care of these people anymore it closed and the vast majority of the people in there became homeless folk you know they just opened the doors and let them out if someone wasn't willing to come and get them uh because there was no place for them to go uh and that and the the ways from that have affected i i believe a large portion of like the homeless population uh in pontiac where it's fucking crazier than normal for years and years and years and probably still are. And that sort of thing happened across the country. All these people that needed mental health care became homeless. Uh, and, and that extends right out to, to today. If you have severe mental health problems and your family can't take care of you, you become the police's problem most of the time. Well, yeah. And so this comes up all the time in like the second amendment debates. There's a lot of people that are staunch, like second amendment people will say a hundred percent, like we don't have a gun problem in this country of mental health problem. But like, where are they advocating increasing, you know, government spend on mental health? Right. Right. They, like they no already, one does that. 
Like, it just ends up being this forgotten thing that now all of a sudden cops have to deal with. Like, there was that autistic guy that ended up getting killed by cops. Like, if you had someone that understood, like, how to approach that situation, and, and this wasn't, like, a call of some autistic person, like, running amok and, like, attacking people. Right. It was by, like, his family or his caregivers saying, like, you know, he's having issues. We need someone to help. Mm-hmm. And he ends up dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not homeland. saying that the cops were like, okay, fuck it. Let's shoot this autistic dude. But like, they weren't properly equipped to be dealing with that situation. Like there should be experts in that field that are going and doing that. Right. Right. They like, might we're even... putting our, yeah, we're putting our cops in a position to fail and things like that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sorry, they don't have the time to be, you know, they don't have the time to go get a four year degree in that area. And then also come back and be a cop. Yeah, yeah, that makes you know. They, they, you're right. We're we're putting them in a position that they shouldn't be in. And I, I see in the chat box, Homelander was mentioned in, in New York. That's how it pretty much was uh, 40 years ago, which is when this happened, really, in the early 80s. Uh, and the, some of them were closed before that. So, oh look, he's going to call in. One second. <sighs> Welcome, Homelander. How you doing, buddy? What's up, Jay? Ah, uh, not much, man. How you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Hey, uh, Dalton, but I understand what you're saying and I agree, but how would you implement that? You're talking from a federal level. It's a mess, dude. That's the problem. Yes, it's a mess, but like we can't keep just pawning all of our messes on the police force. I agree. We need to change it. And yes, it's very... It's a very difficult thing to do, and there are people that are experts in those areas that can give a much better step-by-step how to implement these things than I could ever prescribe to do. Like, at some point, we got to do something, right? We can't just keep just kicking the can down the road. Well, I agree, but I posted in your thread. I don't remember what the thread was called. Um, I don't know. It, It was about the shooting in Louisville. Do you, oh, the uh, Brianna Taylor thing? Or is this yeah, a different one? Yeah. No, no, it was that thread. Um, you know, people, if they want to uh, advocate for criminal justice reform, they should be uh, upset about the court system and the judges and the prosecuting attorneys. You know, there had to be a judge that signed off five times for Brianna Taylor's uh, no-knock warrant. And it was a detective that applied for that five times. But so nine guys kicked down her door. I'm not saying that those guys were innocent or that they didn't know what was going on or that they didn't have a connection to the detective, any of that kind of stuff. But it's kind of like going after the frontline drug dealers, but not going after their bosses you know, like in the cartel, it'd be like going after the guys actually dealing in LA and in Texas, name a city, wherever, Arizona, New Mexico, but not going after the guys that actually are in charge. It's just going after the frontline workers. So if you're going after quote unquote corrupt cops, you're just getting the frontline guys. You're not getting the people that are actually behind the shit. And right. Absolutely. Known- I agree. Yeah, that, well, that's a problem, man. I've 
I've known a lot of judges. Um, they weren't judges when I first met them, you know, and things evolved. Um, I don't know a judge at the county, state, federal appointed level, any of those people that have gotten where they are without doing backdoor deals, shaking hands. In my opinion, they're all unconvicted felons. And everyone's blaming the frontline police force, which get, don't get me wrong. There are a bunch of fucking pricks that work the front line of the police force, but there are a lot that just do their job. So to blame them is kind of pointless. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're just going to be replaced. It's well, and especially you know, in that situation, off- right? Like, so you have those nine people doing a no knock warrant end up getting shot at, they spray fire back. Like, it's hard to say that any of those nine people should be arrested or fired or in jail, but the the, entire idea of a no-knock warrant in that situation was fucking stupid. The thing is, put yourself in that position when you were 24, 23, 25, whatever. You know, in your your mid-20s, I was a pretty physically capable guy, and... Dalton, obviously, you're a badass. <laughs> but, you know, put yourself in that position at that age and you're geared up and you got people smacking on your head being like, yeah, we're going to go get this guy or this guy's a piece of shit. We're going to go bust this door down, you know, SWAT before dicks. Although it wasn't even SWAT in that case, just to throw that out there, Dalton. It was fucking unmarked, unclothed, fucking cops that beat down Ooh, the door and killed a fucking innocent person huh oh you said they were unclothed. No, they, i was trying to picture that no no my bad <laughs> they they weren't wearing swat clothing or anything that would indicate if you look through your people that they were police officers all they knew was somebody was beating on their door somebody beats on my fucking door if i got people in in my home with me yeah i'm gonna come up blasting fuck them you know and I'd probably get killed just like that. That guy didn't get killed, but his partner did. Um, it's bullshit. And it's totally different than what happened in Minneapolis. And I'm not minimali- minimalizing what happened in Minneapolis. That guy should not have had his fucking throat kneeled on for nine minutes plus seconds. It was bullshit. But g- getting your door kicked in with a no knock warrant at the wrong address is completely fucking different than that. And that was wrong. So how fucking wrong is what happened in Louisville? And I've been in Louisville a lot of fucking times and yeah, it's a dirty fucking city. Anyway, I just wanted to get that out. Somebody's rubbing their shit against a microphone. So I guess Jay's about to flip out cause I'm talking too much. Oh, tenor's on. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, I was on this podcast, you know, probably in the first or second week calling for a a reform of, of police tactics as far as, as defensive tactics go. I said back then, and I stand by it, and I always stand by it, that, that a, a cop should have to obtain and maintain a blue belt in jiu-jitsu um, 
to, in order to be on the fucking road, man. And obviously I'm biased because I'm a jujitsu guy or I was at one point in my life. So I've called for that for fucking years. I've said that the, the, an escalation of force does not need to go as far as, as it does most of the time because fucking a lot of cops are undertrained and they're fucking pussies. So what they do is they escalate the fucking use of force because they can't handle them themselves in, in, in a use of force situation. A lot of times, mm-hmm. you know, that's that I'm broad stroking it. Um, as I, well, oh yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I agree with that. I, I agree with that tenor completely, but then you come back to the same thing always. And that's a subjective evaluation of who says they're a blue belt. You, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, you but, always but, come and, back and, to that and that's, that, that's a problem. And then, so, okay. So, uh, an instructor gets pressure and he's making money. I'm, not trying to be a dick uh, here. You turn into I, a transformer. I that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. The fuck. No, you're fine. Okay. You're, you're fucked. Okay. Okay. Sound good to me. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Tanner, you get a guy that's getting a lot of business in from whatever PD doesn't fucking matter. Whatever city he's close to, he's getting a lot of business in. Then suddenly, after two three years, it's his main stream of revenue. So two thirds of his volume of students are coming in and they're, they're PD and suddenly he starts flunking mm-hmm. guys and they're not passing because they're fucking inept or fat or whatever the fuck reason. It doesn't really matter what the reason is. That's beside the point of this, you know, discussion. They start failing. He starts getting pressure because that's his main revenue stream to pass these guys. It's how everything happens. It's just, all I'm saying is I don't think that that's like a quick fix. And I'm not saying that PD is the problem. In fact, I'm kind of on a different page from Dalton because of my life experience and my knowledge and people that I've interacted with. So what I say doesn't necessarily apply to a lot of other people, but prosecuting attorneys and the fucking court system are my problem, not police. Now, police could have been my problem if I'd grown up in a different area, I suppose. And when I say police, I mean law enforcement. I understand that saying the word cop is pretty much the same as saying a uh, frat guy. <laughs> Although <laughs> 99% of the OG doesn't get that. <clears throat> is that not right, Tenor? Isn't calling somebody a uh, police officer a cop? That's kind of derogatory towards at least in the Midwest it is. Um, maybe it's not there. Um, they, they went over area. that a little bit in, in, in the Academy. They, they, yeah, they, they went over the whole cop thing as being derogatory, but I didn't, I don't, my, my boss for many years, who just retired for 10 years, he calls himself a cop and we're fucking cops. You know what I mean? So I never looked at that yeah. as a derogatory term by any means. Um, no, it's cool. About, but I mean, uh, if, how do you feel about cop? I'm sorry, Jay, go ahead. That's all right. I we just want to know how he later. felt. I, I want to know how he felt about Kapalapa Crime Stopper because that's what I always called him. Uh, I have no idea yeah. what the fuck you're talking about, Jay. Uh, Kapalapa, it, Jay. Yeah, I don't. When I see ever see a police, I'm like, oh fuck, Kapalapa Crime Stopper. Yeah, that, I can't not, speak that's not on that. Story, is it? I, I can't speak on that, but my wife did coin a term. We were oh, driving by. We were driving by a. I don't know, just maybe a Target or something. It was, it was you know, a grocery store or a store with with a parking lot, and there was like three or four cops in there all talking. Must be they had just got off a call or something. They were shooting the shit, and she coined the term. 
She said, what the fuck is this? It's a goddamn acopalypse. Acopalypse. <laughs> and I, I, thought that was, I thought that was pretty fucking inventive by her. Uh, that's funny. But I'm sorry, Homelander, I interrupted you with my lame joke. Uh, go ahead. No, nah, dude, go go ahead, man. I've, I've no, talked that, too much already. No, that was it. That's you know, all I had, man. I try not. <laughs> so, I try not to. Uh, so what? What Homelander is saying, as far as is prosecutors and judges and shit. So yeah, you would definitely. I don't know if you've heard anything about the 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 bail reform that we had in New York State, but the, the, that's exactly the type of shit that you're talking about. However, that was. Um, it was a bunch of defense attorneys that uh, proposed this bail reform, and now you can't. Honestly, dude, I don't even know how to fucking make an arrest in New York State right now, man. You don't. You, you don't even understand the hoops I have to jump through to make a simple violation arrest. It's unreal. I know. I yeah, but that's not even what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm talking about judges, backdoor deals. I've known a lot of judges at the local level at least where where i live they're politicians they're attorneys that run for local whether you know it's circuit court or a superior court one two three four or whatever judge position they're politicians they all fucking do backdoor deals all of them all of them i've been in the rooms i've been at the bars having drinks with them and People complain about the police. The police are just the frontline people that you deal with. It has nothing to do with them. The prosecuting attorneys, uh, the judges signing off on warrants that have no business being signed off. I know a judge that was a prominent circuit court attorney that signed off on a lot of fucking warrants from his house. He lived out in the country. He was about an hour and a half away from the closest place where they could actually draft a warrant and drive it out to him. He would go out in his driveway and he would look at it and he would decide within several minutes whether he was going to sign it or not. So I can only imagine, and I'm not from Kentucky. I don't live in Louisville. I've been there a lot of times and I've spent time there, but I can only imagine that the five times that that judge signed that no knock warrant to that detective that brought it to her, the circumstances under which it was signed and Throw the fucking Minneapolis shit out the window. Somebody was killed that was minding their own business in their bed. Their fucking door was beaten on five times. They didn't know who it was. It was a no-knock warrant. It was people in police clothes, or in, I'm sorry, in plain clothes that beat the door down. How would you reboot back? And she was killed. Now, that isn't to degrade the police department. At least I would guess seven out of those nine people had no fucking clue what was going on that were beating down that door. They were just doing their job. So what's wrong with the system? Well, the system is that somebody got to go to a fucking judge's home, most likely. From my experience, I could be wrong again, but it was it's printed in the AP, which I'm not exactly prone to believe, but it's printed mass-wide that five times she signed the no-knock warrant. Well, if she signed it once, one time she should have looked at that as a judge and made a decision instead of just signing it based on what somebody told her. And that's not a reflection on the police department. That's re- that's a reflection on the judges. And that's yeah, where for- my problem is because that's where my experience has been. 
Well, for sure. But I mean, if you if you look at the instances that the public is having with the police and in the in the fucked up shit that's going on, what's the percentage of it being on the prosecutors or the judges? You know, you can't take the onus off of us on the on the front lines that are doing this shit that are leaning on necks that are fucking shooting on our people. Uh, yeah. This fucking sh- this stuff right. happens. You know what I mean? Now get don't get me wrong. Yeah. I I happen to be on that side of things, but I'm also a fucking realist and I see the flip side of the bad shit that happens. And 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 where where we get fucked up is so we take one or two or three or however however many bad instances that we have with the public uh in a year or a month or a week or what have you and then it makes all the instances where we were justified come into fucking suspect. You know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I completely understand that, and that's absolutely true. But that's where you're doing your job. You got hired. You got trained. You do your job. And uh, I just – I know so many people that were attorneys that have become judges. <laughs> and – how much they changed. I, I know a dude that was in his late fifties. He was ready to retire. He'd done some really good court work as a defense attorney was ready to retire. He was a pro tem judge for probably 12, 13 years. He, uh, became an, uh, became a judge, got elected in a, one of those bullshit midterm, ad hoc fucking elections where some dude stepped down and he, you know, one of those things. I don't know. Is that something that's totally unknown to people outside of the Midwest? I'm not. Just no, I couldn't, I couldn't that, speak on that. The only thing I know about judges are the ones I meet through my job and they seem like nice people, but obviously I'm talking to them and the attorneys in a social setting as opposed to a legal setting. So I don't think I have yeah, quite experience, experiences with them that you have. I appreciate the help, PJ. I'm guessing you're handing them keys to a golf cart. (laughs) No, mostly making reservations for them. (laughs) (laughs) Telling them when that dining room opens, shit like that. Anyway, uh, going to lunch with them two years later, the individual I was sitting across from was totally different. They're fucking egomaniacs. Anybody that I have instantly 50% less respect for somebody that becomes a judge that was a defense attorney. And this is a guy that told me to my face multiple times that he thought nobody should be a judge if they hadn't been on the defense side of counsel. This is a guy that did criminal and civil work as a defense attorney. Anyway, judges from my experience, and I've known a lot of them and I've granted it's a small sample size compared to most, and it's mostly in the Midwest, but they're ego maniacal assholes. I don't have a problem with police officers for the most part, although I've been treated unfairly at times by them. I've been treated really fairly at times by them. Um, They're just people. They're the frontline workers for this shit. It's the prosecuting attorneys that you elect in your county and the judges that really matter. But nobody is complaining about that. Nobody's throwing a fit about that. I suppose because they're elected as opposed to just hired. So you can't really, you don't have a foundation to complain about them. Right. Because, you did it to yourself, so to speak. Well, yeah. 
and yeah, you also don't yeah, exactly. hear about them as much. Like you have the well, stories that come Dalton, out here and though, there. But that's the thing, Dalton. Like your your uh, thread that I posted on, I don't remember what it was called, but I pointed out, yeah, you got a point. You you made a lot of points in that thread, but you should be way more angry at the district attorney or whatever the fucking whatever the title of the prosecuting attorney was. Anyway, the the person that fucking signed, and then the judge, the judge that signed five, I believe it was five. I live pretty close to there, but I'm not in Louisville. I try to stay away from that shithole. But uh, the judge that signed, I believe the judge signed five, five no-knock warrants for that detective that brought him to the judge. And I'm not sure that ju- that detective could have possibly been one of the nine people that knocked on the door. I don't know. I didn't look that deep into it because, honestly, I really don't care. Um but at, anyway, eight of those nine, at least, weren't the people that signed that document that swore before a judge, blah, 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 and got the no-knock warrant. So where did that judge and where did that detective get that responsibility, that authority, all of those things? That's what people should be protesting about, not the fucking frontline cops. Right, anyway, and there's no recourse uh, for those people either. Like, you can't... no. Just go arrest D- dude, a judge the or fucking a DA detective, for a bad warrant. Dalton, that detective got transferred. That was it. Yep. But you know what's going to happen? The protesters and the people bitching and moaning about people's names are going to get eight of those nine cops, police officers, uh, tenor. Uh, those people are going to get fired or transferred or who, God knows what when the blame should be on that judge. But you know what? I'm pretty sure that's a white female, Judge Shaw. I'm pretty sure she's a white female. I'm not 100%. I'm like 95%. You'd have to look her up. Um, Yeah, no blame's going to come on her. And uh, Detective uh, Danes, Reigns, whatever the fuck his name was. I don't remember, but... uh, I'm sure that, yeah, he probably won't get any fallout from it. It'll be the people that actually pulled the trigger. Which, how would you feel if you just showed up to work? You know, you're like, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, you're going to be on this assignment today. You get tasked on it. You get thrown out with eight dudes. You get prepped. And all of a sudden, you pull the trigger that fires a bullet that kills somebody based on a no-knock warrant. That was at the wrong address for the wrong person. That person right, isn't. I, yeah, exactly. I, I'm with you on that one. I do not hold those officers in any sort of ill regard. They were literally doing their job. They got shot at. They shot back. Like anybody in that situation would have done that. So if we're ranking or talking about these situations, this one is a terrible one. But this was the system failing, basically society. You have Minneapolis where it was a Absolutely. cop that failed. Yep. Like it wasn't necessarily yep. the system. And then you have ones that are just flat out, no, totally judges failing. Like in Utah, the guy that had like 14,000 like videos and pictures of kitty porn that gets, you know, uh-huh. like 18 months. Yeah. 
Well, my question is, why do judges, especially judges, because I've had a lot of interaction with them, but attorneys, they're just getting off in this whole deal. Everyone's complaining about the police officers. Complain about the fucking judges. They're the scum. Every judge I've, and I know a lot of judges, Dalton, for real, like no bullshit, no OG bullshit. I know a lot of them that I've sat down and had drinks with. They are unconvicted felons. They've all done backdoor deals. They've all shaken hands. They've all done things to advance their career. They are the scum of the fucking earth. And the thing about attorneys is they are your best fucking friend or they are your worst fucking enemy. There is no middle ground. If you've ever been in court, there are probably like one out of 100 people listening that will listen to this podcast that understand what I'm saying. But if you know them, they're your best friend. They're the greatest person in the world. But if they fuck you over and they go to the other side, they are the most evil motherfucking piece of shit to ever walk the earth. And that is the criminal justice system. It has nothing to do with the police officers. It has to do with the criminal justice system. Just like Dalton, I don't know what thread we were in, or maybe it was a podcast. Uh, I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, never mind. I, I don't remember, <laughs> yeah, so we, I'm not going to try actually, to, yeah. yeah, we probably should wrap it up around right now anyways. I've got pills to oh, take. Oh, we, like we overdue, Jay. Yeah. I'm well, sorry, dude, Jay. I'll tell you what. I ran it guys, over. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. If you guys have ten or fifteen minutes worth of talking, I'll just mute my shit, mute my microphone, and go do my shit. I just don't no, want man. You guys to end the show while while I'm off doing shit. No, yeah. I wasn't looking at the clock, Jay. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's all right. Um, I want to thank you for calling in, dude. It was a really interesting discussion. Uh, I want to ta- thank Tenor for calling in as well. Uh, I want to thank Slide Dog. Tenor, you still didn't... there? No, no, he had to go. Uh, he um, ran away. Yeah, yeah. I want to thank Slydog for calling, even though he never actually got a chance to talk. (laughs) Uh, Also, as always, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. We can't do a show without you. And my co-host, Ryan. Uh, Shit, Ryan, what you got? Uh, Yeah, so a couple things. I I think I want to give kind of final thoughts of what we were just talking about. Certainly. Like, I I do completely agree with where Homelander's coming from. and, And one of the most frustrating things that we have as... As a society that actually pays attention is, yes, we have judges that are complete scumbags. I'm not going to say all of them, but there are definitely ones out there. And the problem is, for the most part, there's no recourse available for this. The other thing is you do have lawyers, and I'm specifically talking about DAs here, that make people's... um, It make people's idea of the police even worse than it should be. Because they're the ones that will refuse to prosecute the quote-unquote bad cops, ones that actually deserve it. And there's no recourse on them either for the most part, except obviously at the ballot box. But who really does research and pays attention to who's going to be a DA if it's elected position where you're at? And then finally, there are piece of shit police as well. Obviously, the mass majority are not. And I think I would caution people in every one of these stories that we see, decide where that blame lies. Like, is it that police officer that fucked up like Minneapolis? Is it the system that failed like the victim, I guess I would say, like in Louisville? Or 
is it a situation where the criminal is absolutely the one to blame? Just be smart in what you're doing. Yep. Very good. What else you got, Dalton? Um, second thing, and let's go ahead and call this the final thing. Fuck all y'all. Everyone have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at six. Later, Jay. Later, homie. Screw you, hippie! <laughs>